You are tuning into the For Profit Podcast. We are your host, your wager caddies. I am Haven Brown here with my man JD. JD, what up? What up? Woo! Getting excited, man. We're uh, we're less than uh, what we got forty eight hours until the first first tee goes in the ground. Old yeah. Jack and Gary and shit, just being old. Who are the? <laughs> who are the guys now? It's like I think Jack, Jack, I think Jerry Blair. Blair. They replaced the old Arnie. I just start up with my sixty thousand push-ups. Dude, that guy's in such good <laughs> Gary Player would beat Jack's ass. Oh man, and Gary's a, he's a cute, dude, dude. Like, you know, Jack's like a giant dude. He's like six five. Who? Jack? Who? Nicholas. Jack Nicholas is five eleven. Doug. I thought he was big. No. Tom, Tom Weiskopf is like. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. He hits it far though. Anyways, we, watch, we didn't come, No one's listening. We <laughs> hear about these old fat, old fogies. We gotta get into some more shit. Let's get into the props. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we so we went over last week. We went over basically everyone from the favorite Roy McIlroy to plus five hundred on five on Bovada. It's worth mentioning that these 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 numbers suck on Bovada, but they're just easy. And they, they pretty much have the best, like, interface. They just have the worst numbers, right? So right. we're using Bovada. You're going to find better numbers. I mean, you know, it is what it is. We have to have a starting point. So this is where we're at. You um, write down the names, and you get the best price. Yeah, you go look. Like, we're not we're not here to shop for you. Like, you got to do some of your own work. <laughs> so, I mean, with the bets I make, I'll tell you where I got the number. But we just, you know, for this – you know, there's so much different shit. We got to stick to something. So we're sticking with the shitty old Bovada. Um, okay, so we ended Patrick Reed. So first and foremost, the weatherman, Haven Brown, what are we looking at? Very important when making our head-to-heads and our – especially our first-round leader and first-round matchup bets, the weather. What are we – what are we – what is the forecast looking at? Well, I'm not sure if everyone knows, but Haven Brown is a meteorologist. Because he, he stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but um, <laughs> at Weather Reports, I, I rely on him heavily for them. So uh, let's go, buddy. What we got? Uh, basically, on Thursday, we're looking at an AM advantage. Okay, so you're looking at mild winds gusting around. It's going to be around ten to fifteen. Okay, and it's going to progressively get a little bit stronger throughout the throughout the day. Okay. Uh, you're looking at basically the same thing on Friday, but the winds are going to be a little bit higher. Okay. On Friday. So Friday PM is going to see the hardest winds. Right. Pre 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 weekend. Pre weekend. Yeah. Well, fucking. That's. I mean, at the and, and everyone looking at the weekend weather. I mean, it doesn't matter at all because <laughs> who knows where who knows where anyone is. The only thing that might matter is Sunday is sounding like it could be a monsoon, right? Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, no. I've seen them play in the rain in Augusta. I don't think it's quite as um, humid as uh, like you know, well, Houston and yeah. Know, and and one of the things that's worth noting is like you know a lot of the reasons why they stop play because of rains when they, you know you get puddles and shit on greens and fairways, and that ain't happening in Augusta. You're not getting any puddles out there, so. You know, it drains really well, but I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very good point. Yeah, so you're not getting any puddles, so they'll they'll play through more. But I mean, if it's like you know monsooning or, or lightning, then they you know obviously they're gonna pull it off. We don't need a we don't need a fuzzy zeller. Who who is it? Lee Trevino got struck with lightning like a million times. 
He got struck by lightning and he called it. He said, only God could hit a one iron. <laughs> and he actually put the one iron in the air and got struck by lightning. There you go. One of, one of the uh, most amazing stories I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like an old, it's like a fable. Um, so we're looking at thir- the AMs are usually, I mean, obviously everybody knows it gets windier in the afternoon. But there's not like a discernible advantage because you have to remember, there's only like 80 golfers in this field. So like the tee times are crunched in, right? So while there might be a dif- difference between like Thursday a.m. and Friday p.m., the days themselves are not like a huge, huge difference, right? No, I'm not seeing anything just like drastic. Okay. But I think as a, if I'm like, going if like you know breaker. for you got yeah for a tiebreaker, yeah. Okay. I would lean p.m. <coughs> Thursday. P.m. A.M. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. PM AM. So, um, and, and, and a lot of the good golfers are going off PM on Thursday too. So a lot of the guys we're picking are going off and I'm not, for me, it's not an issue. Uh, I don't, I don't see a, a, a big enough advantage between the, between the two days. So, um, I'm just kind of, it's something to keep in the back of your head. If you're, if you're trying to figure out DFS or, you know, maybe, you know, whatever, just between golfers, but in terms of bets, it's not, for me, it's not going to matter too much this week, but it's also important to know that it's fucking South Georgia in the spring and that shit can change real quick. Like that's a weird ass place when it comes to weather. Anyone who's from that area knows that. So, um, sure. moving on, let's go. Okay. So we ended last week or last pod at Reed at 50 to one. So what, we, what I want to do is, is I want to get into the secondary markets and I want to start out with like the top five, top 10, top 20 markets. Okay. So, why don't we start off with a couple of the long shots from this, uh, you know, just if someone just wants to punt a few just crazy long shots more for maybe, you know, day Sunday hedging purposes. And then obviously these are also going to be guys who are going to be looking for in our top 20s as well, right? So what are uh, who do you like? What, what do you got? Long shots. First of all, this is very good. What do you define as a long shot? I, I mean, let's just talk to anyone 80 or above. I mean, because someone 80 or – rarely do 80 and above guys win this thing. I mean, it's it, it, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay. I'm starting out with Ian Poulter. Okay. Who was right at 80 to 1. Yep. Uh, obviously, he's playing uh, quite good. He's got a great track record here. And, uh, you know, uh, I feel like I can uh, play just as good as anybody else. Yeah, he's definitely a better lack of confidence. <laughs> Uh, I like Poulter. Um, Poulter's, you know, he's top 25 in my model. Um, I mean, he's playing some good golf. This dude is just a top 20 machine. Magician, dog. Like, he is not – I mean, he's got top 20s. He's just got top 20s galore. So um, – and and he, he loves it out here. He's played well at the Masters. He's got, let's see, 44, 49. He's got a sixth. He's got a 20. Uh, he doesn't have a miscut, but you know his game has kind of like ebb and flowed over the years, and he's playing really well right now. And so I have him locked in at, at a uh, uh, a top twenty bet, and I have him at uh, two fifty to one. So, or excuse me, two and a half to one. I don't know, yeah, two ten to one. But I mean, you can find better. Bovada's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's more than fair. And another thing for you guys, like modeling or you know trying to put together stuff for your pools. I would kind of increase your exposure to guys with uh, really good strokes gained around yeah. the greens. They're more likely to make the cut. Um, yeah, they're more likely to make the cut. I think you're going to need some grinders to get up and down, and I, I think that's going to play yeah, a really no, big role. This uh, and then my other guy at this range who has a win this year, uh, somewhat recently, 
Uh, Chucky 3-6, Charles Howell III, who is actually from the Man. who is also a top 20 machine, just like literally just all he does is top 20 every week. He, uh, let's see, I'm trying to see. He actually comes in at in the top 20 in my model, believe it or not. Sixth, sixth wow. in strokes gained the last 36 rounds. 11th in strokes gained the last 24 rounds. That means that's him up there with the upper echelon of players. You're seeing him outright at uh, let's see, 100. Excuse me, uh, yeah, 125 to one. That's just, I mean, so that puts his his uh, top ten, top twenty at plus three ten. Sometimes I wonder why we ever overthink this golf stuff. I mean, we These know good bets. What? We just never do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah, I mean. It's, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Chucky. And, so, so. and just just for the sake of, of letting you guys know, since I've started posting top twenties, uh, the, the my plays are have a 31 percent ROI, so I think that's pretty good. This is just that's better than any bank. Yeah, I mean, it's just and it's obviously not sustainable. Don't don't go out there and like <laughs> you know take out a fucking second mortgage and like bust it on Charles Dowler. But I mean. But I mean, then these you know these top twenty markets are just uh, there are certain tournaments that they just don't get them right because they mimic their actual odds to win in the top twenty market when that's just not the case. Exactly. Like you, you like like for instance, Ricky Fowler is is sixteen to one to to win this thing. Well, that's not ever that's not going to happen. But his actually like his top ten number, like he he probably will top ten this thing. And you could give him a top ten at over three and a half to one. Yeah, let's see how many times Ricky has top ten here. It's the uh, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So seven tries here, and he's done it twice. And what's his uh, number? He's at three to one. Yeah. That's called. I mean, value, that's, I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, you're looking at three and a half to one on that. And top tens are obviously harder than top fives, and I'm, I, I much prefer, or excuse me, harder than top twenties. I much prefer top twenties, but I mean, you know, in that situation, those markets are way softer than the outright markets. So, you know, I mean, if you just want to say screw the outrights, you know, and, and rock the top twenties, you probably have a lot better long term ROI. But it's also, it's also it's right easier to root. You know, you're like sweat, sweating all the way out to yeah. then you're like, just, just yeah. play well. Just the only problem is, it's like you're not going to see these fools on TV. So it's like you're kind of like watching them stat cast. So it's kind of boring, but whatever. It's, you know, money's money. So, you know, whatever, whatever you do this for, I got to kind of figure that out. Um, here's a guy that I like that I, I, I actually, I haven't talked about him much this week at all, but I did a little research on this guy and there's a sneaky correlation. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do a little quiz on you. There's a correlation here between Quail, Hall, Quail Hollow and um, and Riviera. Do you know a guy who is Bovada currently has at 150 to one who has won both of those events? Oh gosh! One of them is Let this year, guess. by the way. Jay, Jay JB Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> what a coincidence! 150 to one, awful, absolutely awful putter, but. Yep. As he showed at Riviera, can get it going quick. I mean, he didn't miss anything. I was waiting for it because I had JT, another second place finish. Sweet. Yeah. Um, last eight rounds, much. 19th in, uh, in uh, total strokes gained. Uh, he's sitting basically in like 39th and 40th uh, in total strokes gained in the field. But he, he fits it perfectly. He's a bomber. He's a ball striker. And he's li- he's literally uh, 150 to 1. Like, wh- like, you can't make a bad bet there. 
And then his top 20 is – come on, JB, where are you at? He's way the hell down here. Three, three, fifty to one. Three, three and a half to one. Four. You could probably find him at four, four and a half. Yeah, JP is that's a that's a pretty good price. Actually, he's only had three oh, Masters attempts, and he has one, and he has one top. Actually, the one time he, he plays, plays he has a fourth, year? fourth. So, oh fuck, I didn't even know that, dude. Yeah. I love JP. Now I even I love him even more. What do you guys? So he has a miscuts or what? He has one miscut, a fiftieth, and a fourth. So if you look at just the what he's done, wow, he's a, it's a good price. But he moved it. No, left he hooks right. irons though. Know you have a little. He does cut, but no, he hits okay. it. Right. He, he likes it. He, he only moves it left to right because he's so damn strong. He doesn't need to draw it. I'm serious. You ever seen his forearms? I've, I've watched him live, dude. This guy is like he's fucking no, insane. He's no, he draws high. the shoot out of his, his irons though. From what I've seen, you you. Man, you should have saw him before the brain surgery. I mean, he's still long, but boy, I, it was. I definitely remember. So those sick. are a couple of the, of the long shot guys. Um, I had a guy ask about, and I don't remember your name. I'm sorry, but it's been, it's been a while. I had a guy ask about Killer Keith. Keith Mitchell is sitting yeah. at uh, 200 to one. And to top 20, he is four and a half to one. You know, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Uh, the problem with Killer Keith is that you can't just walk on to Augusta and just, you know, just make it your bit. It's just hard. It just, just doesn't happen often. Happen. But, you know, he's got the game without a doubt. I think now he's played well, he, he had him in the around. Not during the match. I, I think he went to school in Georgia and he got on here. So I don't yeah, think he's just I mean, like totally I mean, unfamiliar yeah, with the place. I mean, he has no competitive rounds, so or no professional rounds, obviously. So, um, yeah, no. I think that that's an interesting guy, just because you know he's obviously in good form and he absolutely bombs it. So you know he fits kind of the prototype of one of a Masters guy, but um, I just you know I don't know. I gotta I gotta see it. So I'm not super interested in Keith Mitchell. Uh, a guy I'm looking at, and I know his form is a little sketchy, but Kevin. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I like uh, Kevin. Not has actually played has some decent finishes at the Masters. I think the hand is healed up. I can't find. And, uh, oh my God, he's five and a half to one. The top twenty. Um, five and a half to one is more than fair for Kevin. Not. I mean, and and. Give this guy credit, man. This guy has gotten way faster in the past year. He's made a concerted effort to become uh, uh, not a crazy, annoying, slow player, which you know he's been known for. But he's actually made a really, really big effort. So he's going to my top twenty oh, card. That's a great one. Uh, five to five and a half. I released a top twenty card with like um, what's that? He's had two, by the way. Out of uh, oh my six gosh, tries, dude, that's he's awesome. at two top twenty. Five out of six tries. Jesus. So I released a, a master, like so a top five good. to top twenties card. Yeah, more than I'm fair. actually going to release another one and just add like four long shot top twenties. And Kevin Na is almost guaranteed to make that card because he is just. I mean, you tell me he's got four and six tries, and they're, they're putting him at five and a half to one. Uh, let me do the quick math on that. Care the one? Yeah, 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 we're good. That's a good one. How do you? How are you? Uh, no, 
How do you feel about Jimmy Walker? Yeah, he's getting, he's getting a lot of love. A little bit um, of flourish the problem with Jimmy week. Walker is he has been like a fucking awful golfer this year. Like he has shown nothing. <laughs> we know <laughs> he he is his form. I mean, you're looking at like last 24 rounds. He's 84th in this field in strokes gained total. He hits the draw. He hit the draw. He hit the draw. He's he's played five rounds at Augusta. He's a major three champion, times. and he's finished top twenty. Yeah, I mean three I times out of six. I just there are worse bets. Like you could bet like Alexander Norris. There are worse bets who has shown up like nothing here and is playing maybe worse golf. Who's playing? Who's um, playing? Yeah, I mean, I get you know in, in the in the range that he's priced, he definitely has the best course for him. Um, you know, he's he's kind of right there with like a Charlie Hoffman, who a lot of guys have been talking about, uh, who has just been before last week it was just absolutely abysmal. And you know, he's obviously has great history here. Shoot, has he made like every guy in his career here? Yeah, it's yeah. He's he's gonna only thing. Oh well, my god, been, it's well, a, he has been it's abused. You can't bet the first round leader market, by the way. It's he's like he's like thirty to one. Like that's just come on, man. It's Charlie Hoffman. What the fuck are we doing here? Like I just this is. I mean, regardless, I, I understand he's first round leader. Like everyone thinks he's a first round leader. Like every year, I think he has like one. The way he's always on the top of the leaderboard, but you know, in the first round, or he has he's had lots of shares. But the, I mean, it's just that's just crazy. But I mean, so basically, this is kind of like a philosophical thing, right? Like Hoffman and Walker. Now, how much are you weighing course history? How much do you weigh what they've done prior? Now, you can obviously know by my feelings of Jordan Spieth that I put a lot more in. How is your form coming in? So those are guys that I will probably not back. I like Nah better. I like a lot of the guys mentioned already better. But hey, look, if you you know certain guys, they like to they they think that you can walk on to a grounds and you know fucking all your Ill, ills are cured it's like magic right maybe that's how it works i don't know yeah here here i factor in course history what i'm looking for basically at augusta yeah i'm looking just, for just, especially when we're talking about guys in this like lower range just a hard for flat flashes of competence and and previous uh Previous positive vibes at Augusta. That's all I'm looking for. Because all you're looking for these guys is to be around. With, I mean, if we're thinking that this thing is going to yeah. be around like seven under par to, to win, just hang on for dear life. Uh, you know, he's looking for these guys. And to I be get around it, and, and you're right. And I think that the problem that I am having on. with this is that like everyone is thinking that these guys are the guys who are going to pop from down here. So like, I feel like their value is just getting destroyed. Nobody's talking about Kyrgios Happy Bonrock. Who is actually like in decent form and has and played well here last year? I love Kyrgios. Plus, you get the root for the I mean, coolest that's, guy that's on golf. Like I'm it's opposed even better. To. He's I got mean, a third. You honestly, this guy is a WGC machine. Guess what field is very similar to WGCs? Mostly because you have fifty of the top. You have the top fifty instead of the top seventy. So literally, you have fifty of the exact same players in this field as a WGC. And you're looking at a guy who has a third and a fourth in the last in the last two WGCs, you know what? along with a 44th and a 15th at the Masters. I, 
I can I can be closed on Kira Dash for sure. He's uh he's, he, you know you know he's gonna yeah, make birdies just how many damn H's he's gonna make. <laughs> that's what that's what we're worried about. Well he's gonna smoke a lot of cigarettes. Uh there there is one guy uh who's down here. He's way down oh, here. But Nat, Nat's closed that shit out, no problem, baby. Okay. Ooh, Mariners too. Stewart Sink. What? I'm too, he, I can't get behind a guy who I hit. What do you for think the, about Stuart Sink? <laughs> Sorry, I just can't. <laughs> I know, but what still, you, you probably not compare that Johnson. He'll bust you. Can Sink carry a two seventy off the tee? Honestly, got you. He hasn't been at the Masters in. A, how is Stuart he Sink here? is longer than you think, buddy. Uh, let's see. Bro, he hasn't been at the Fancy National. He hasn't been the Master Service since 2014. How's he here? Yeah, that's right. Did he win? See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know these Masters. Oh, are. so he's got like oh, 10 exemptions or some shit? He's the British. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. No, fuck no. No, if we, no, no. That's well, yeah, I mean, if he had a British, he would have he played every single year. There's got to be something else. All right. Did he do something in the champions? I think he got into the uh I think he played really good. He played really well uh last year. He was in like the FedEx. He was I remember because I'm when I was doing uh DFS, he was my automatic filler every week at the bottom. And he would just make every cut. Well, I'm I gotta look at this shit. Because I I'm just, I just don't understand. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just looking real quick. He's been playing like maybe. So maybe he finished in the in the final fifty of the world golf rankings last year. Okay, so maybe okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, Look, dude, this guy really hasn't well. been the Masters since really he was well like. I mean, he's who knows what has happened to him in five years. All I know is he doesn't hit the ball far enough to play a wet golf course. So, um, but I mean, he's got decent decent history, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's really no bad bets when he's seven fifty to one to t twenty. I mean, yeah, I get it, but I mean, I don't know. At that at that range, yeah. um, okay, nah, fine. obviously I like a lot better. But yeah, anyone underneath that, I mean, yeah, you got you got Bernhard longer at that ten to one. Oh shit. He's uh, he pulled a right he pulled that. a rib. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how big a deal it was. I mean, he's here. He he plays well, especially in these yeah. grind fests. Okay, he's on he will not quit on you. I guy. promise you, this guy will. He's pissed. He will grind out every single shot. Yeah, dude, he still grinds on the senior tour. He wins everything. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, some of these guys will quit on you. Okay, I mean, I think that's pretty good. I mean, we talked we touched on some some long shots, uh, and, and we're gonna have a yeah. lot of questions, so we'll get to some more. Uh, I'm gonna just give a couple of other bets that I made, and maybe you can talk about them from the other T5. I got I got Rose Rose T5 um, at the three and a quarter to one. Totally. I mean, I think that's, I mean, Rose is a monster. Love him to win. So, I mean, I, you know, it's a little win insurance. It's not too crazy. Uh, the other guys I'm looking there, Rory at two, 250 is probably just fine to T, to T5. Um, oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's first round top five. I'm looking at the wrong shit. That's wrong. You I'm got sorry. What? That's yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. You can do that. I'm sorry. Too, I had Rose T five at the whole tournament at two hundred and fifty. That's why I liked Rory's number. <laughs> yeah, two hundred and fifty Rose. I didn't like Rory's number. It's one. It's, it's one point three to one. That's not good enough for. Uh, I 
I, I usually in these markets, I'm not touching anything less than no. like one eight no. to two. One eight's very, very rare. The two and above, those are kind of the magic numbers, I think, for the plus plus ROI on these guys. So I have Rose at the two fifty. I didn't really see anyone. Top fives are really hard. Like you don't get the ties that you get with the top twenties, <laughs> you know. So like, you know, it's it just I don't T fives are hard. So I just have Rose there. Do you like anyone in that market? Um, since these guys are on my yeah, outright so card, four and a quarter anyway, like for and Casey, Casey and three, three and seventy-five to one for Mole. Yeah, you know that's fine. You know what? I, I actually like Casey on Molly, but he, Casey, Casey I really actually take has a little less a money and get him. I actually bet him at the top ten at two to one. Yeah, so I, I took him in top 10 at 2-1. to one. I just like him a little better there. Yeah, that's not um, I didn't bet – and then one of the reasons why I did that is I didn't bet Casey, but he was like the very last guy off my off my sheet. So anytime I have a guy who like I almost bet, I, I definitely like to get exposure to them mm-hmm. in the other markets just because, you know, you hate to lose money on the guy that you, you were about to bet. <laughs> and obviously if they win, then you really want to fucking cut yourself. But anyways, um, and then the other guy I have in this top 10 market is uh, another guy I almost bet, which is Hideki Matsuyama. Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, he is. His number is two and a half to one. Which is, I think it's not fair. He's a fucking monster uh, on this golf course for some reason. He loves it here. Yeah, he is. He's like he's literally like a Japanese cyborg. He's actually fifth he's in my machine because my mom sure. doesn't count putting. So, because I mean, he just gains so many strokes. I mean, it's just like his stroke. If you ever want to see see a display, man, just pull up his strokes gain approach uh, on Fancy National, and you're like, it's all dark, dark, like dark green, like evergreen shit. Like it's so. Yeah, his strokes gain T to green is just like. I mean, that's just like, oh, man, he's got he's got three top tens in his last seven starts. I mean, Hideki could easily win this thing. And the only thing is, this man, I, I mean, I mean, I don't think he could easily win. This thing. He could win, like you wouldn't be surprised if Hideki won. Easily win this thing. <laughs> the problem is that he's one of the worst putters on tour, so that's why I t tend him instead of, um, instead of bet him. I took him. Actually, you know what I ended up doing? I actually took him and Casey off, and I put Molinari, FOMO Molinari on there. So that was kind of my, my mentality with that one. Uh, where at? Top 10? I'm a big fan of uh, Kucher in this match. Three and a half. Yeah, three and a half to one. Yeah, big fan of Kucher for top 10. You're looking better. at uh, 340. Yeah. That's great. I mean, you and, probably buy uh, 400. Uh, I mean, well, this is, yeah. I think I, I think, really, I, I think, think Kuchar, I'm serious. Kuchar, if it gets kind of nasty, ready, like, I really like Matt Kuchar. I have no right problems with Kuchar. Uh, you know, you have to draw the line somewhere, and he hasn't really shown the statistical fortitude to fucking put it together in, in a Sunday. So that Sunday against 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 Ricky, I uh, really turned me off. That dude. Turn me off more than the fact that he seems like a complete asshole. Like I don't really give a fuck about that. You can take my money. I don't care about your how you act. If you make me money, you are my friend. But 
I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of what I saw at the at the at the waste match. Hundred percent. That was disgusting. It pissed me off because of course I had a ticket on it. So, <laughs> so that's that's my that's my stance there. Okay. Um, I like that. That's a pretty good rundown of that. Why don't we jump into the um, the continental markets? These are fun. These are fun. So we're talking like you know top Japanese player, oh, top Canadian. Oh my! Um, I have a few bets I've already made here. Do you want to give it a go? You want to start us off? Um. <laughs> I really? used to bet Matsuyama, yeah, yeah. and I, I think I won like seven in a row for, for top Forever. Asian. Now yeah, for like top moves. Asian, so like, like just absolutely obliterated this market. Uh, yeah, it. I think he was usually like plus one twenty or even, and it was still like the gap a little bit on him though, uh, because he was far and away the best player from Asia. I bet, I bet um, Kyrdesh. I bet Kyrdesh at six, at six to one. Who who do you think's up there? I I think Siwoo's a great a great backing too. I like both. Did you see guys. enough from, um, from Siwoo? I think to, Lee to is him? now now that he's with Tiger. I think that that's a dead that's a dead man walking. I, I think these other three guys are like Kudair. I know because he like he, somehow he won last year. I don't know what the fuck happened there. I was asleep or something because he won. And then the other two guys, I, I one's an amateur, and then you got one guy. I mean this Imahara guy. I don't even know what his story is. So. Yeah, because Lee's playing with Tiger, and I think he's going to be like Bonrot over Lee. Yeah, I honestly got truth. Before I found out Lee was playing with Tiger, I thought I loved oh, okay. Lee. I would have had Lee in this market. But Tiger, you, that's a whole other thing, especially when you're from freaking China. Like, you don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what. I mean, although you, you know the kind of, the kind of <laughs> how, they, how those guys train over there. They might be doing some crazy shit, but. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't necessarily like backing guys who are playing with Tiger for the first time. This is okay. Hate Louis. This is kind of obscure, but stop South African. Given I love Louis's randomness, uh, Grace and Harding I actually have I value. I and, literally uh, stared at Harding plus, for such plus three fifty, and and then I just plus eight hundred for both of them. Man, I can't do it. He's never played here because I, Grace. All these guys are huge fades for me. You'll see if you look at my matchups, my head to heads, they're all fades. I mean, I, I'm fading Louis Grace and Schwartzel. So that, but then man, he's just never played. So yeah, I don't. No, no, you're right. Yep. Eight yeah. to one, though. You don't have to be right that many times, buddy. I mean, all you're doing is looking for that little flag. I love that when you're just looking, when you're not worried about who's over there. As long as that guy is, doesn't have that okay, this red, is my green, favorite one of all white flag right next to him. The most mispriced one, okay. in my opinion, is top former winner. This is probably my number one play of any of these markets is top former winner. I don't know how yeah. the hell Sergio is. I got him in eleven to one, and that just seems uh, that just seems absurd to me. Reed is dead. Watson, we'll get to him later. Jordan is obviously dead. So now we're looking at four guys: Tiger, Phil, Scott, and Sergio. Scott can't putt, so like he could easily just fall off the face of the earth. And then you know Phil. I think Phil and Tiger can have great rounds, but you're telling me that that, that Phil is five, like five bucks better, or no, it's four bucks better than than Sergio. 
That's not no. They're the same fucking player. Like, there's no difference between Phil and Sergio. I don't think really. Do you? That's a negative. I'm at eleven. He's at ten now. So obviously, I, I, I will CLV. What did you say? That's crazy. That is he. They honestly got truth. Like, like maybe Tigers should. I understand why he's ahead because yeah. that's how it works. And they're basically just taking the the odds and like just planting them down. I also have Sergio to win, so I obviously think he he's undervalued as in a, as a whole. But when you compare him to this this group of guys, like there's no reason why Bubba should be five dollars more than what I got or less than what I got Sergio. Right. Tough one. I mean, I think he should probably be more like yeah, that's seven. A pretty good price. I think him, yeah, Scott, Phil. So go and re and, and and yeah and Jordan should all be seven. And then and yeah, you're obviously Tiger and Flint. I just kind of look for the top guy in whatever yeah. con- continent or whatever. Yeah, you look going for you're the right. and, the, and in this like, situation, you got the top Tigers guys off and, and there's huge value. On the field. So it helps. That's a good start. So yeah, that's my favorite one. I mean, you, I would even bet. I, I would. T- I would take Scott and Phil too. You could take all three of them, and probably it'd be just fine. I mean, and I'm obviously fading Speeds, and you know everybody knows that. So um, yeah, it seems like you just fading Tiger. It's been profitable this year. It's been insanely profitable. Which is not. I, a ba- I mean, fading Tiger. I mean, you know everybody. And Tiger's off this year. I mean, Tiger's like 190th in par five scoring. I think he's like 68th in scrambling. Like, he's not coming in here with fantastic form. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, we're here to inform you so guys. Could, like, I mean, obviously, you guys want to root for Tiger. He's been, he has missed cuts. He's not coming in. Top in 20, but it's not like he's like, you know, dominating. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that, that is my favorite bet of all these. Um, and then the only other one I have is uh, I have this. I don't even know who this guy is, this Kenny guy for top amateur. Um, just because I know the Hovland guy, but he's really good, but you I don't think he's, I don't think he's, that, I, he's got, a, I don't know how he's like that much better than this guy. This guy wins like all Asian tours and shit. So, um, yeah, just do him out there. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I talked to Josh Cope about mm-hmm. this, uh, this, uh, segment of the amateur player. And he said, yeah, Hovland and, and Katayama are, and this guy, I guess, has made like, has like been competing on the Asian tour, so which is pretty hard to do as an amateur. Top debutante, where's that one at? Okay, here we go. Now, this yeah, I got top debut, top debutante. Seven to uh, uh, now, yeah. now we just talked about this. Keith Mitchell has played Augusta before. So, of course, he's going to be excited yeah. to be here. Because like, they're, the all, national, they're all – He actually has been on the grounds before. Most all of these guys haven't even touched soil. And twit. So. Yeah. That's just recently. He's got the best game of all these guys, too. Pure, he's the only winner on tour this year. He matches. It's a – 187 mile per hour ball speed. So yeah. like he can move it. So we're just hoping that essentially no, if he right. can just kind of rip up the par five. This. I love I kind of just around in this is because he's like by far the best yeah, follower on golf Twitter. 
he's hilarious. So it's like I kind of want him to be like not top of the market just so I can bet him because I think he's a pretty funny guy. <laughs> now here's my question: We kind of skipped this, moving away from this. I think we, I think we've covered these guys pretty well. Do you have anyone else you're looking yeah, at? Between... Okay. Uh, I don't have anybody. Let me scroll down just another second to see if anybody else. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. We have, we have some questions. So, um, but one thing, and I didn't even this, prep you on this. So, uh, I guess we're gonna get to the make the cut, and make the cut. But have you looked at head okay. to heads, full tournament head okay. to heads? Do you have anything for me there? On my part, well, how about you? Obviously, full feed space. Uh, full speed. Fade. Okay. No, I'm still. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I did back him. So you basically you know, just, it's, the, it's essentially the almost like a pre hedge, just like, like just in case. Like I think basically. if he plays well, he could. Yeah. Fire off the thing. Yeah. So I got. I have a couple that I just want. I just want. Yeah. Throw out basically, there. like Bubba. You know, um, like and there are a lot of the guys we like touched on already. So you know, I'm kind of already on these. Kind of the same. Obviously, I released Molinari over Speed. That is my biggest play. He. I got him at plus one twenty five. That is three unit nuclear bomb. Oh, has it really? Oh shit! Well, hey, ben, CLV, ben, baby, down, I, and I do get the market on these most of the time. So, oh man, it sounds um, like that is not super surprising. Um, and I mean, I hope it's not because I posted it and people bet it and bet it down. I don't know. I don't think I have that much play. Uh, and then my second biggest bet, and I think you're gonna like this one because we haven't really talked about the guy that I'm fading, and we did talk about the guy that I'm betting, Kucher over Leishman. Minus 115. I have that as a two-unit play. What do you think about that one? I am as well. And so I think that's really good. I'm, I'm really, yeah. really and high so, on And that so, like, this is a great way so of, like, it's showing be hard to find another guy my process works. And I know you, I'm, you, I'm you and I follow the same process. Like, I have my guys that I like. And just because I don't bet them out, I don't mean I don't like them. Kucher's a guy that I like. So what I do is, is I go through and I look for ways I can get exposure to them in other ways, right? Whether it's through the top 20, top five, top 10, whether I can get a two unit bet on them, you know, in a, in a head to head. And let's be real, that two unit head to head bet is a probably better ROI bet than betting him to win outright the way that I bet him. Right. And so, you know, you know, so when you're, when you're looking at the guys who are barely missing the card, I really love sticking those guys yeah, 100%. in my head to head plays. And so when all, with all my head to head plays, it's very simple. Either one is, a play that I like and I couldn't get on the card, or it's a guy that I'm outright looking to fade and versus a guy who, you know, I'm, I'm okay with or who, who ranked up high. So Kucho over Leishman is my, my second biggest one. Are you seeing any other ones uh, that catch your eye? I'm just taking a stand okay. on, and this yep. is a big stand, and you know I'm just sticking okay. to my guns as I'm taking Rose over the top of the card. So it's like yeah. Rose over DJ, and I'm taking Rose over Roar. I yeah. think he just has a better game, especially if the conditions like get a little nasty. I don't buy Rose over over yeah, he's DJ. My guy, I, you know, I, I, I looked at Rose over Roar. I just I think those two guys. I just want to kind of stay away from from fading Rory. So, but I did. I got. I bet Rose over Roar. Uh, DJ I got him at um, plus one twenty. And then I and then this is I actually like this one a lot, and I think this is a is a very huge misprice, and I I might move this up to a two unit bet, but Rose over Rom I got minus one twenty.
Yeah, I mean, there's no reason. I mean, if you if you want to go to the yeah, percentages, like minus one twenty, you know who's going to keep it. Minus one ten is fifty four, so you're looking at like fifty eight percent. And I I think that uh, I'm pretty sure Rose is fifty eight percent of the golfer that Rom is. In my opinion, if you're going to give them, you know, uh, give them a hundred rounds, I think Rose will come up on top far more than that. He is. He's at one thirty now. Okay, well, I did give him one. My local, my local does do a good job at offering, and I was still taking it one thirty. I wouldn't consider it up to one thirty actually. Um, so I'm with you on that. And then, you know, the feet spades, we can get into those two. Um, I have Casey over speed at even, and then I, I did, I did do something I don't do a lot, which I bet the minus one thirties. I have Ricky over speed at minus one thirty. Yeah, I just I just found another one actually. Uh, Xander over Bubba, who oh yeah, Perry. I really dislike this week. He's in a bad pairing. This is another thing that you're going to get from us guys. Is now that the, the tee times are out, and if you see a certain guy with a certain temperament, yeah, likes to play fast. So Bubba's playing with uh, Cantlay again with a guy who Cantlay is, uh, is you know really slow. Human. Just like I what's mean, going on with Bubba this week. He's the uh, worst. He's so and <laughs> we call him molasses. Ready? Yeah, so he's a uh, he he is he is absolutely done That's and cool. I, I don't think he I think Kelly's a guy I like too. So I, I don't mind him. I, I think he actually is coming in decent form, but that pairing is just uh, and then so. you know, just kinda you, need, you spoke on Xander. I I like that play. I think I'm gonna probably add that to the card now that now you mentioned it. Um X. Uh, and then I actually bet X against I bet X over uh, Ustazen. Uh minus one hundred five. He was a dog to Louis. I have Xander more like minus one twenty five, one thirty over Louis. So um, I went ahead and uh, and bet that as well. Just a unit on that one. And then uh, kind of one that we mentioned earlier, Kevin Na. I found Na over Norin. I'm a, and so I I yeah yeah yeah. So I found Nah over Norn uh, minus one fifteen, and I love that. I oh, absolutely love that one. Damn it! So that's a uh, that's a bet too. So those that kind of rounds out. I'm hating Norn, and I like Norn. That's what you guys. That's <laughs> what you guys want to look for. You want to look look for guys you hate. Exactly. And any yeah. exactly. And so that's, it's guys you guys you yeah. And that's the kind of thing. It's like you know, when you're doing head to head, either guys who you almost bet garbage, or it's guys like, who you will expose hate. everything. Or you know, in this situation, you know, so it's like you know, Norn is like one of the very very bottom. Nas not so Nas not an, an easy bet. So those are the head to heads. Did you find? Did you find anything else? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, let's get into um, um, the questions. Mail time. Mail time. No, nothing. Uh, just kind of popping uh, up. Let's see. In this, we had a great, great, um, great showing from the questions, guys. I appreciate it. I'm going to try and get to as many. I apologize. We'll probably just knock them all out of speed around this shit. Okay, so uh, Lockie Lockerson, my boy. Love Lockie. Shout out to Lockie Lockerson. Um, oh, nice. Uh, make miss cuts. Is there any high anyone high price that uh, no value that is uh, uh, valuable due to injury or total poor course fit? Uh, I think you just mentioned the guy who is a great miss cut. No, no, no. Well, no worry. The problem is, is everyone knows he's gonna miss the cut, so his number fucking sucks. So he's not really an option here. <laughs> no worry. But Bubba, right? <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Bubba. 
Yeah, Bubba, I found it. Four one one of, one of, dimes, like literally a and, two And uh, looks like it's already been bet down a little bit. I found it's three fifty on here. Yeah, so that's going to be first on the card is Bubba Watson to miss the cut. Uh, his wins here are a little bit, you know, overvalued. Yeah, I mean, he, he's missed the cut here other <laughs> like it's not. places here other than the what he's finished like. Like he he has missed cuts at Augusta last year, years, like this two years Augusta. ago. Savannah, but, which, yeah, I mean, he is. Don't be wrong. Yeah. Like he he has two green jackets. So, but the thing about Bubba is that he he's, he if it's not all Stalled. going right for him, he's just like I oh, fucking over him out. Like he'll quit. Like he's not afraid to quit. Yeah, he, he missed a cut in seventeen. Yeah, he really missed a cut. Yeah, missed a cut in seventeen. So, so he has I would like fifty. Uh, like two thousand sixteen as your like. Like he's out here just crushing it every week. I love it, and that's a perfect. That's a perfect. Um, that's exactly what Lockie's looking for with that. I mean, that's a situation yeah, so where the weather he doesn't like playing the weather, and he's playing with a guy who is literally the human rain delay. So he's getting rained on twice, basically. Doesn't like adversity. Speed. I'm putting speed on mine plus three sixty. Yep. So Bubba's going on the black list. That's fine. I put my money where my mouth is. And by the way, it's been bet down. Yeah, I, have five, I bet that. five. I got five. Speak to miss the cut. That, is a, brave, that is a brave stance. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I got five. I have, I got a five fifty. So speak I'm looking to at miss the cut. Some serious historic ROI <laughs> as my, as my wow. buddy, uh, my buddy, Bo. Um, shout out to English math, PhD, historic CLV. Uh, on that and yeah, so speed. Hey, whatever. I, I'm betting it. Oh, and in that same mold, I forgot about this one when we were talking about those secondary markets. Top lefty. If we're gonna go Bubba, we're gonna full fade. Let's get lefty at some even, like some plus money. I got my plus one fifteen. Uh, plus one fifteen. I think. It, I think it. It got. Um, it got mushed a little bit. Yeah, that's true. What is it, like plus one thirty or something? I like you know what I, with the yeah, he's gonna with stick the conditions in this thing getting with hairy. I I think Phil's chances go drastically up with his short game. One hundred percent. I mean, Phil Phil's got one of those short games where he makes stuff from off the green. You know, everybody doesn't have that. I mean, his 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 chipping and pitching and out of the sand. Like he's looking a whole out. Yeah, well, you're right. Which is a lot different perspective. Then a lot of I agree. Other guys so yeah, to answer Lockie, you're looking at, at Bubba and Spieth. Those are kind of more high price guys that we're, we're questioning. Either, either also, tag, I so. I have Usti to miss the cut at three and a half to one, Grace to miss the cut, and Swartzel to miss the cut. So I'm just the South Africans. I'm just not on. I'm not into those guys. Yeah, yeah. I got Swartzel one ten and Grace one six one uh, one sixty three. Are they better than even? Are so. South Africans? Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, Swartz was like plus 120. He's plus money to miss the cut? Look, how about Beauregard to miss the cut at plus one, whatever? Oh, he should God. be exhausted. Or I mean, plus money. I mean, all these guys. So he's one of the problems with this, I will say, I think he's is a that, like, there's only eight guys, played, and they take top 50s and ties I mean, or anyone. We got to 10. the finals. So, like, you can get a situation where just, like, everybody makes it. So, you know, so you got to be careful here. But, like, the Beauregard, I mean, that guy is – I mean – Talk about jet lag. That dude's been playing all over the world, man. So I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Especially in a long run and into the 
um, into the match play. I mean, that's you know, that's a yeah, lot. It can of be golf. exhausted. It's going to just be too much. You know, I mean, it's going to be too much. Right? Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Okay, next. Let's start getting into these questions. Okay, um, a lot of guys do this with Super Bowl. Uh, this is my buddy Sideways Smith. He's a good dude. Um, uh, let's see. A lot of you, a lot of guys do with this is Super Bowl. Uh, since it's a Super Bowl of golf, how about a fun prop breakdown using a grand of your bankroll? How would you wager all of it on a Masters prop? I would put all thousand dollars on Molinari to beat Jordan Spieth. Simple. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, I, mean, a, I can't get I mean, the number I bought it. I mean, I think that would be how I would do it. I don't know why. I'm, no, no doubt. There's no doubt who's coming in better form. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't so fun just to, like, bet, you know, and I didn't find value in other uh, other bets, if I were to just pick one thing to do, it would just be – I would just pick that. That's my biggest bet. So. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't this the <laughs> ultimate battle of the course, right course history slash data guys? No, you're right. With Jordan <laughs> I mean, this is this is. So it. yeah, that's how I do. What, what would yeah, you? How would you, how would you put that up? What, what are your kind? Of, I guess what are your this favorite? This is the last stand favorite, right here. Favorite bets you've seen so far? I guess I don't. Yeah, I mean that's probably what that's asking. Yeah, okay. actually, we haven't even talked about the bets that I really, really like. And you might as well mention them now since he's asking mm-hmm. how we split it up. Uh, though, okay. from what I'm Yo, seeing, this, is, this varies so much, total though, bro. For the, I've seen so many different, like, the Westgate guy put out like 14 for the tournament. It's like 274, that's what I saw. But then I've seen, I've seen 10. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I... I personally don't think I don't think it gets anywhere close to fourteen. Yeah, well, if you got, if you're in Vegas, bet the well. If you see a fourteen and a 10, max, bet that shit. Obviously, it's somebody not going actually does look at the little strokes. Like I fucking win. Sunday, and they're, they're and lucky to go under par on Sunday. Literally, if you're in Vegas, get your ass up, go to the West and move exactly. that fucking line because exactly. that is so, so that's far one, off. It's that's one thing I'm focusing on. It's insane. Which I probably will be, actually. Uh, the other one that I'm looking at is... Uh, okay. I can almost kind of guarantee it, but I have a very, very strong feeling that this is going to be a playoff or a one-shot victory. Generally, in those, when the weather gets kind of tight, there's not going to be anybody running away from the field. Uh, if you go through the... Think about the last three playoffs that we saw at Augusta. What was a Scott in the rain? Uh, it was windy with uh, Sergio. Yeah, and Rose. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you just kind of go through, uh, who was that? Mike Weir and who was that guy? Limitis in the rain. So every single time, there's a little bit of a pattern, uh, and you're going to get three to one on a playoff and plus two seventy five on it. So all you're doing is rooting for basically a close tournament, which is probably what it's going to be anyway. Okay. Well, I don't, uh, I I'm think that has a, a lot of value. And also, uh, I saw the cut at like 147. I don't, you don't, you don't have to be able to do math. Let's see. 147 is so a three under. Uh, let's see. Or three over 47. Um, it's like 73 and okay. a half. Okay. Yeah. 173 and a half. I don't think 
I think it's going to be a little bit higher than that, especially with the 10 shot rule. So I think those, all three of those have a lot of value as far as like the individual ones. Um, I like all three of the guys who picked the yeah, most. Or you just do what I said, just put all of them. Uh, on. So you would take half of your thousand dollars. <laughs> so, I mean, well, whatever. I mean, that. no, no. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, I think those are some great ones, and I will also be on those best because <laughs> I, I, I am in full agreement yeah. with you. Um, we have a Hao Tong Lee Matsuyama question. We answered that. We went over the Asian market. Uh, will Brinson, CBS guy, uh, CBS writer. He and this is a this is a great great question. I've been asked a lot about this uh, DMs. How do you handle your pools? How and everyone is different. And he gave he gave uh, his specific pool, which um, I'll just I'll just message him and because I don't I don't think it helps to break down his. He actually has the most unique one I've seen. I haven't seen one like this yet. Um, but in general, like what is do you have a strategy for the, for pools? Because I know I, I have a strategy for pools. Yeah, I tend to kind of go for. Obviously, I want to pick the guy I think that's going to win. Yeah. Well, let me let me break it up. I'm sorry. Let me let me let me like let me I'm going to pick a guy that's going to so, like, win. Like, it's full work, right? So you got like, tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four, tier five. Like, a lot of them go to tier you know, six, Kuchar, and they just put a bunch of guys. And usually, like your best players are in tier one, and then like the guys in tier six are just complete shit, and all, and like you're half of them you don't even know who the fuck they are, right? And so, and you know, you can you gonna have to pick like one from each tier, one from one, and two from another. Um, and then, you know, some are more elaborate with like point systems and things like that. Right. So, yeah. And, you know, even I've seen some where it's like, you know, you have to pick a guy whose points are doubled or, I mean, there's some that I have, I have to actually like go into and look at yeah, because they're so elaborate that I couldn't figure it out on my phone. And I was like, dude, I just got to get back to you. I'm sorry, man. So, like, I mean, there's like, so it's like, you know, you, there's a lot of these, but I do think there's a general strategy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think you got to pick the winner. I think you got to pick somebody you know is going to be in contention, and then from there on, I just go with strictly value. Yeah, just like guys, I think they have high upside. Guys that have, I would I really it. lean toward guys. Like with, when you get into those those back uh, ends, over just twenty rounds here. So I would lean towards kind of like so, like for instance, in, in, in you know, like I would never have Tony Pino on one of these things. I think he probably might be the worst yeah, exactly. player of all these. Because he is a popular, and B, I'm sorry, man, Tony Fino's not winning this golf tournament. Like you don't go from winning a Puerto Rican Open to the Masters; it just doesn't happen. So, like that is like one. But he and, and but more importantly, the first part where I say he's going to be popular, like you have to think game theory with these things, right? Like you, it, like this is like ownership 101, like in DFS. It's like picking your office bracket pool. Like if everyone picks Duke, guess what? You're not going to win because you have to have it like everything else has to be perfect. But if you pick Virginia, then guess what? It's you and three other dudes. And now you only have to beat three guys, right? And so the key is, is obviously picking the winner. But at the same time, you want to pick a winner who most won't have. Because if you pick Rory – and he doesn't win, guess what? Everyone else picked Rory. You're all screwed. And the guy who picked the guy who won, he basically just walks to the walks to the to the winner's circle, right? So like guys like like and obviously I'm a big DeChambeau fan this week. DeChambeau is gonna be my pick in all these things. Because if he wins, no one else is picking him. Everyone else hates him. Right? And so like and even if you're looking at like one and done statistics, like DeChambeau is not being picked, Justin Thomas is not being picked, even DJ doesn't have a lot of ownership. Like that's a great pivot because yeah. everyone's talking Rose and Rory. You pivot to to DJ and you have 
a, a golfer the same caliber as those guys, and 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 you're get, you're getting him at you know maybe a quarter of the ownership of what those other two might be. Does that make sense? Decervo. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Dubai where is like one. Who won the like three years, two out of the last three years? I guess the three. As Reed did, Reed ever won the desert, whatever it was. No. Yeah. Well, and then, but I mean, look, if you had Reed last year, which guys, plenty of guys did, you bet on him. So if you bet on him, you would have considered him for a pool, right? Nowhere. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I had a it was an article I sent a lot of people, and I'll post it again. Just kind of, just kind of helped me out. Just kind of eliminating a lot of guys who weren't. That's how I basically do my masters capping. Is I eliminate, a, you know, eighty percent of the field just just off the jump. For sure. Being yeah, old, that makes sense. And, 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 no, but that's one way of doing it. You know, so like win, when I'm looking at these pools, like Molinari, I, I think it will be like low on and, and where he's at, and I obviously like him to win. DeChambeau, Rose, and then. When you're looking at like the bottom guys, the cut makers, like the guys we've mentioned, the T20, like the the howls and the and the polters are just money in these things because they're going to make the cut and you know they're going to do well. And if you don't have all your guys through, then you have no chance already. So you need the winner and you need all your guys through. So don't like you know when, when you're looking at the top of the market, you got to play game theory. But when you're at the bottom market, you got to just get guys through. That's kind of my my thought. Yeah. I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another thing that differentiates your pool is yeah. go heavy euro. Exactly. That's the other bet. That's the other bet that I forgot to mention. No, I agree. I uh, think I you know, euros are European always, you know, Rose, year, I think, is going to be an exception this year. But yeah, I mean, people don't really like having euros. It has tremendous euros. value, no really value given. So look, just think about this: to win this, to win this thing, let's go through the euros. Rose, McElroy, Rahm, yeah. Molinari, Fleetwood, Casey, and I oh, think that's I think it's well Sergio. Over. And Sergio. Right? So you're gonna have I think you're gonna have yeah, I mean, you're over a fifty percent chance of a year there were there are more of them. Like if you did like, you know, if there yeah, I mean I just hit the top of the market, that's just I mean Rose math. and Mori alone are I mean they, they, they're, they're great. So, but anyways, let, I want to move on a little bit because we got a lot of questions. But yeah, the pool thing's just it's just game theory. Like, don't pick Rory. Everyone's going to pick Rory. Like, if he doesn't win, like if you pick Rory, he has to win. If he doesn't win, he doesn't help you. you know, like, so it's like DeChambeau can still help you because if DeChambeau beats Rory but doesn't win, guess what? You just picked up that many points on on yeah, that 100%. on the on the next on the half the field. Right, so anyways, that's how that works, and I'll will I'll, I'll reach out and, and help you with this one specifically. Most undervalued, most overvalued. Speed is the most overvalued. I would say Brooks is the most undervalued. In my opinion, Speed is the most overvalued. Brooks is the most undervalued. And this is from Pickle Rick. Uh, Pickle Rick's picks. Oh, overvalued. Uh, Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, You're right. I agree. I think it might be a tie between Speed and Ricky, because Ricky's, Ricky's, Ricky's been bet. Ricky's been bet down a tremendous amount. <laughs> yeah, you uh, can find him at like 30, 35. 
Which is just, I mean, that's just. I insane. would go with. I don't uh, care about Brooks. This, like, what is he like? Like thirty? Knowing him, something? people are talking shit, and he's just going to be like, "Fuck you," and go win because he can do that. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, you're getting him. Yeah, it would have practice. to be. Yeah, I you mean, know, you can find that. I hate to like say it, like but 40, if the conditions are going to get hairy, I think Jason Day is undervalued. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you can. I think he's 33, right? Something like that. Crickets chirping, and he's yeah, got that. He's, he's got that injury. Jason Day could win, or he could like literally have like an ingrown pinky toenail and like be in the hospital for the next two weeks. So. Anyways, yeah, I agree. Okay, that's good. I I, I don't I don't mind that. Um, what is too steep of a price to bet a T twenty uh, at this course? I feel like it's T twenties are predictable. So then he's asked like Rose at like minus two twenty, Rom at minus one sixty. So basically, laying heavy chalk in the T twenty market. How do you feel about that? Yeah. That just that just kind of goes against the way that I. Essentially, you're betting them to stay upright, right? I mean, he's heavy. Uh, that might be where you would do it, though, right? That's a great. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm not a big. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of laying heavy chalk. Although, which is what makes it so. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, you look. You know, you're going to have the best of the best in the world every single year, right? So that's why it's the best. It's not like you just don't see a chalk fest up top. Random ass shit. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you another way to kind of parlay, parlay them if possible. If if you're if your book will let you do it, I yeah. know it's kind of rare, but I think that's, yeah. that's, that's a great way to go about it. I I would start honestly. Yeah. I would two yeah, ten is probably as much I, I as think, I would lay. You know, I think like you said, this um, would be the place to do it because yeah, two ten. You have a small two ten on rows is probably like, where I would start. Cream always rises because of the golf course. Normally, I wouldn't say it's probably that good because motivations can be kind of sketchy in some of these random ass tournaments. You know, so you don't really know like what what guys are really trying to do. But here, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's that's a really good question. I don't really have a great answer. Donnie baseball. What I would say is 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 this is the place to do it. Um, but I wouldn't go. I wouldn't get too carried away. Because ultimately, you're, if you're laying those kind of numbers in for you know, it's just not a good long term strategy. And, and I'd like to check, just try and be consistent. Does that make sense? Uh, how yeah, does Rory not win this tournament? He looks like Tiger one uh, because he chokes and hit the ball like four fairways over on Sunday, yeah, yeah. and that is still in his brain. So that's how he. Does. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's it's not skills. Yeah, it's not skills. It's like you're, he's got a fucking. He's like something's wrong. Look what he did against on. Tiger in so that matchup, talent. where he knocks it four hundred yards, yeah. <laughs> and he's got to get up and down from a bunker. Yeah, he's great. And, and Rory doesn't have a red dot on his putter like somebody I know. Okay, no, Rory is not. I mean, he's had some amazing performances. Give, I'll give him that, but listen, man, this guy ain't Tiger. Yeah, no, I mean, okay. his putter is still balky. Yeah, man, he, he I don't like him. I mean, I don't think that's a question. Adverse I mean, that's how he why, he why he doesn't is because he pumps uh, just, it OB when you know, the house is he can't. Play, so. I mean, he could win. Uh, I'm not saying he can't. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. 
So that's what, yeah. I agree. So are, next question. Two different uh, questions. This is from uh, Swingway 760, same as, uh, same as that previous question. And will he Stinson win? played like shit, but is in nice form right now. Do you think he has a chance to make the top five? I do, man. Stinson is sneaky, sneaky. He's been striking it well. My problem is Bolt Stinson doesn't love hitting that driver, and he's going to have to get that bitch out at Augusta. So he does. He played well last year here, but, you know, I don't know. Driving isn't – he doesn't like hitting driver. He's going to have to. I'm not really into it. I don't. I can see it happening, but that's not fight hard enough. Yeah, and I agree. I, top twenty, he he could be. You know, I think he's more of a top twenty bet. Uh, he's two to one. I can see a top twenty. That's where his value is. Okay, and you know what? I, you know what? I looked at him, and I went rather than him. I went Cantlay at a, at a little one. bigger number. A, a little better number, almost two. Sorry, one sixty-five. You can probably so not much, but I, I I was between the two, but I, I want a little Cantlay exposure, so. Um, good question though. I mean, he's you're right. He's striking the ball well. Uh, tier. I'm in a six tier pool. Have to pick one. Who do you go with? So yeah, I kind of, we kind of start gave you that right. So you differentiate yourself at the beginning, um, and then cut makers towards the backsides. You know, so we're looking at Holter, Owl. Yeah, and then you know what? On the very back end, I like the Asian guys, Barnrat and Wu, because there's a bias against them. Yeah, because people so with will not pick them. And they and are very good. So with on the back end, experience. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Freddie Couples, I've seen him for the last twenty years on TV. Oh, I see. Who is this guy? Who is this? Oh, he's all the way by the Asians because nobody wants to pick Asians. Um, also, how do you sort through and narrow this down every week? And this is from Call Me Cooper. How do we sort through it, man? It pays to watch events like the, the Valero Texas Open every week. Like, this is <laughs> like we know all these guys, we watch every golf tournament, so it's not as hard as someone who, like, you know, comes in the majors and has to try and figure out, like, like we, you know, we know Keith Mitchell, we know his strengths and those weaknesses because we do it every week, so that's pretty much how right? I don't really know. Yeah, we follow it. Yeah, people have you know. Obviously, people have lives. Golf tournaments are long, but man, I mean the man the stories. Yeah. You guys, if you watch the golf yep. channel, man, the so stories got to these guys like are amazing. Uh, Keith, so that's how we pretty uh, big, much going to get into kind of know like Kumbi, I don't know. Gives us a bunch of speed, uh, well. speed matchups. Speed Fleetwood so, minus one ten each way. I mean, I don't mind Fleetwood there. It wasn't one of my picks. Uh, Spieth Kepka minus one ten. You know, I don't mind fading him with Kepka. I just I have enough Kepka exposure, so I went <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, Spieth Casey, I bet that, so I, I like that. I, I don't. I mean, I just Fleetwood. It's just I, I I just like the other guy matchups a little bit better. I didn't, you know, I didn't really need Fleetwood exposure, so that that's my uh, that's it. What do you need? Okay, next uh, fantasy advice for the week. Um, I'm gonna keep this really simple. And then you can, if you want to go in more into it, you can. If you don't, whatever. Guys, makes sense to me. If you like, I know it sounds cool and it's really nice and it's like, you know, don't play in the fucking Millie Maker unless, like, you don't do it. Unless you're like, just because you're like, go buy a fucking lotto ticket. You're just as likely to hit the winning in a million dollars playing Powerball than you do it hitting a Millie Maker for numerous, numerous reasons. You are just a small fish in a big pond. 
with a bunch of sharks who need you to feed their family because they do it for a living and they have bots that will create 150 lineups to your one and they will absolutely destroy you and they need you in those events. You know what you should play? Three max entry, $10. Or three max entry, $5. Or 20 max entry, $1. Max out your entries. It's the only way you have a chance. And even then, you still don't. So, I mean, unless you can really dive into it fantasy-wise, it's hard. There's sharks, man. There are sharks out there who need you to feed their families. That's my fantasy advice. Yes, do that. And and even then, like, you have to think about ownership and there's game theory. And if you don't understand those things, you're just yeah, or just like, a, so like, like $100 single And we don't have – like, there's plenty of fantasy podcasts that I don't know if they do. They should go over this kind of stuff. But like, like you, ha- like you can't win by picking all the what? players that everyone else is picking. It's impossible. <laughs> like you have to differentiate yourself, and you have to have some kind of an idea of like where the main, where the chalk is, and where you can change. Um, you know where you can change from. You know, so, um, um, you know, so that's that's kind of the deal. Yeah, the biggest thing and the reason why we kind of started this podcast and why me and JD get along so well is that when we do a betting handicapping you podcast. Are, directly, actually. Like, we are no all way, way together. And, and you know, I will say this. CMS community is great, and they're very, they're very open with their information. You're playing against each other. But, I mean, ultimately, it's like, man, I I, I, I could go on this long diatribe exactly. about the DFS community. But, like, ultimately, like them doing podcasts and, and making and having you play only helps them. And I don't think they're like diabolical in this. And like, they're like, Oh man, if we do a podcast and we grow the game, then we're going to be help making money. But guess what? They need you to enter contests for you to, for them to make money. You're, you're a fish in, in your little fish in a giant shark infested pool. Yeah, and I, believe me, I've learned this from my experience. I play DFS every week and I don't do a bad job at it. I don't provide content for it because there's only about a fucking thousand DFS touts out there. So well, I'm not going to be another one. That's ridiculous. So, I mean, I don't, if you want my advice, I can, you can ask me, but my first question to me, what games do you play? My second question is what's your bankroll? My third question is, do you understand owners? Like all this stuff that you have to know to be able to be good at this and not even be good, just to be able to make like a 5% ROI a week. Like, you know, it's just grinds. Like, are you playing cash? Are you playing GBP? Like, it's just so much to it. And most people are like, oh, I just play the master. It's like, okay, well, man, just give me your 20 bucks in and I'll bet it for you and you'll get a better ROI. Like, we'll put that on Molinari together, bro. Like, and they, they will all make money, you know? So that's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With that being said, Molnari I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my base my core, which is gonna be Rose, Casey, and Coocher. And my yeah, in my back end, you're gonna have a yeah. you're gonna need a I like, filler. And I like, uh, like Jamie so Holmes. And filler, I like I'm looking before. somewhere. I'm probably gonna be kind of chalky, but. Somewhere between I like Hoffman, yeah, I like I like all those guys as and back in and, and I, I, I think maybe Shane Lowry, very low. yeah. And, and if I have Rory, then but the thing Kevin, is, is, you go Rory Dechambeau, and that might be kind of nice. I don't think you know because not a lot of people want to back Dechambeau. So 
you're gonna if you are gonna have, like, I'm not saying don't play high, guys who are gonna be highly owned. Like you, you have to obviously because you have to hit winners, right? So you know, but um, but I'm just saying you have to understand that like you're lower yeah, in guys. You have to get guys who are gonna top ten and be five percent owned. Like that's just kind of like, yeah. And leave money on the table. Very good. So there you go. Fancy advice 101 from two guys who play a lot of it, but I don't talk about it because there's plenty of people who do. Yeah, there you and go. Money on the table. <laughs> um, that's the way you got part three contests yeah. related props. Yeah, I'm not doing the part three contest. I'm sorry. I'm I'm up to my ears and everything else. So I have nothing there. Sorry, Andy. Right. Uh, the winner is going to be Bryson DeChambeau because he's going to win everything this week. Uh, longer. Um, that's where you gamble. That's where you. Can so gamble. this is actually a good question. Parlaying cut the the to make and not to make the cut. Bernhard uh, five times lets you parlay it. Langer wins the. Uh, fact. Langer wins the. Uh, uh, that's cuts. fun too. I will have. I use. I have one of those every week. Every every time. So I'll have one of those. Uh, weather update. We got you there. No advantage. I don't think. And Juicy. we got. We covered all the normal stuff. Favorite hole. My favorite hole is. I don't know what's your favorite hole. Yeah. Yeah, that's a par five, right? 15. Yeah, that's a, that's probably my favorite too. Just because it's such uh, rich reward, it's be 15, and the whole right? tournament could just swing in one shot. Yeah, fifteen is probably my favorite hole. Yeah. No, that's sixteen. That's a I hole. hate that's a tough hole. That's a that, fun hole too. Man. That, that those, seventeen, that like the par three. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I hate that hole. Oh, yeah. that, no, that, yeah. that hole cost me a lot of money. Yeah, that's sixteen. That's sixteen. All right, okay. That's the uh, whole why one is my ball going right the from back. one? Oh, that was from uh, Joey Dixon. They put in the back left every Sunday. Uh, shout out to him for that. That's the why question. Uh, so why does my ball go right every time I drive? Uh, your grip, your grip sucks. You take it way outside, and you're probably not a great athlete. Yeah. And, and your hand eye coordination is bad. So I don't know what else to tell you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, these are actually yeah, a pretty good ones. So this guy asks, who will blow this up for me? I actually have these in my, in my local, and I love them, but I don't think they're widely available. It's basically like a six-group who will win, and they're all basically the same odds. So basically you get three to one, and you get Snedeker, Hoffman, Poulter, Fitzpatrick, Simpson, and Stinson. Snedeker Hoffman, Poulter Fitzpatrick, Simpson, and Stinson. So I like Poulter and Stinson. So, and I would pick Poulter, and he picked Poulter. Who messes this up for him, I guess, would have to be Stinson, right? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because he picked he picked Poulter to yeah, win Stenson's, that group, basically to beat all those guys. Would probably whoever has a propensity yeah, and no, Stenson to could make an eight. Beat, he could mess that up for him by beating Poulter. you like Stenson. Okay, Stenson works too. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I like we had a few more week. here on the second. We're almost done. We're almost closing this thing up. Um, my buddy uh, D Money, <laughs> he asked, "You enjoyed Chinese fur? You know, I haven't had the luxury of trying it." Nor do I know in what capacity I would use it. So I'm going to go with uh, – I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. How about that? Okay. 
Um, exception of Jack, do you really need to hit the high draw in the Masters? I mean, you should just ask Martin Keimer what he thinks about hitting the draw in the Masters. And multiple players have said yeah, it. I don't know. I've, I've had conversations with the guys who say you don't need to. So, I, I mean, I don't know. But if you look at the guys who win, they all can work the ball. And it's not just off the tee. I get off the tee, maybe you don't. But iron shots seem to favor uh, a, a, a right to left as well. Um, I've never been there, so I don't know. But I just go by what I can read, and that's all I got. And everything I read says it, it does. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think so. Maybe maybe becoming less and less important. I like that. Um is there a tea time factor for first round leader this week? It. Which group stands I think out? It's um, less important as you hit yeah, it. I think first. early is better. Wait, like, wait, first round leader, early is better, right? Early is better, but I'm not sure that it's going to be enough to matter. Like, I'm still going to have some late guys. Yes, there I'm is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there, there are some weeks where I'm just like all early, yeah, early not even touching late guys. But this is, I don't, but then and you, these tea times aren't. You, know, you, you gotta understand, like normally, guys, it's a one forty. Yeah, yeah, the numbers are ridiculous. So you have yeah. seventy guys off in the morning and seventy guys off in the afternoon. This is in like an eighty nine person event, like a ninety person event or something. So that's like you know we were talking about fifty less golfers. You know you don't have the big swings in AM versus PM. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of what I'm saying. So I'm I not even factoring at all, but you know someone we'll see. And then uh, can Cantley win? No, I don't think he can win. Sorry. Uh, he needs to work on his – I mean, if he would just pull the fucking trigger, and this is from Swing Away 60 Bigfoot. Um, if he could just learn how to pull the trigger faster, I think he'd win more tournaments. Cantley is great. He's got a good nope, pedigree. He's, he's won before. I think he he'll, he will be a multiple-time winner on tour. But at this point, uh, no. I'm going to go with Oh. Just pull the trigger. And the thing is, I love Cantlay. I really want him to succeed because he's yeah, got Yeah, Coach told me a long time ago, the longer man, you sit you gotta, over the putt, you gotta the more play. negative thoughts that can enter before you make the trip. Right, God, he's the worst. And, I mean, and then the, the crazy thing is it just gets worse as the as the tournament progresses. Like like on, on, on Friday and so, Thursday and Friday, he's just pulling the trigger. And then on Saturday and Sunday. By Sunday, he's like <laughs> – they go, they cut to him, and then they have to cut away from him. Then they have to cut back to him. That's how long. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, and that, my friend, takes care of question time. He's even bad on the on the that was good. on the Thank long you shots. All your questions. That was that was wonderful. I hope we covered everything. So, um, I am going to work on writing more about every golfer That's, that was amazing uh from I hope up to 50 to one. and then i will have round one plays there are three balls but i want to see the head-to-heads before i bet the three balls and uh that and then i'm gonna relax and sit back and enjoy Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks everybody JD. for the questions. Um, uh, we love interacting with you guys. If you guys yeah, have any questions, on, on DM us or just do that. ask I a question baseball. on Twitter. Baseball, I, I am. Not thirty, JD. What's yours? Baseball is harder in general. I don't think anyone's as good. But baseball is anything else. But it's my it's my favorite sport. I've been watching baseball since I was a little kid, so it's actually my favorite sport. So, yes, um, anyways, uh, with that being said, uh, next time we talk, we will 
have a Masters winner. Hopefully, it will be Bryson DeChambeau. Yes. Great. And we'll Great review. We'll, we'll, like, we'll give you a, sh- a handshake or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe <laughs> and uh, like the podcast. We need more than 13 listeners you. before we can do the swag. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to get some swag out. Shouting out, hey, man, weeks, these so, guys are uh, funny. Like, I don't care what it is. Yes. If like we, to get it out to those if people. If we happen to make you honestly, guys some money, like the, you know, the go gambling, your icons golf the gambling scene, is, there's one guy who does a really good job, Pat Mayo, who I love. He's funny as hell. But other than him, yeah. it's basically like a dry scene, like old English white guys who were like back in like London, like sipping on teas and crumpets and old, not entertaining whatsoever. So Great information, but holy cow, you better you better put them on double time when when they're when you're listening. <laughs> no offense to those guys. They're just old. They've been doing it for like forty years. We just started. Great, great, great information is we just gotta liven it up a little bit. Yep. Thank you. And uh we will talk to you next week and recap and uh, I don't even know what tournament it is, but we'll be betting it. Well, that's it. Yeah, man. This is uh this is like I said, this is a really exciting week. Thank you guys for listening. And if uh, all right, baby. Peace.